0: hey how's it going um happy holidays and welcome to episode four of the just on podcast um i'm david and came back to um you know talk about the uh, christmas games and some other things right now so um the first thing that i wanted to jump to was the uh clippers and lakers game hey, hey, hey. and i mean it was a really good game like you know, the Lakers came to play, Clippers came to play, and I mean the Lakers are like basically just stomping on them in the first half of court. I was like, Oh, this is looking real good right now. Like basketball is based is both, you know, physical and mental in aspects, you know. You know, you can dominate them physically, you can play mind games in them. The Lakers were dominating them like physically, like of, of course, you know, like Anthony Davis is like a mismatch for everyone you know, LeBron James, like, you know, Clippers are lacking interior presence, and and they were just, you know, beating them down. And, you know, once the half started, um, Clippers adjusted, and they came back. Like, a <laughs> like, like, vengeance. Like, dude, the Lakers had, like, a 15-point lead. And for them to, like, squander that is, like, it's like what? What are we doing? Like, it's on. You know, players like LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, and of course, you know Frank Vogel. Like, what? The, what the hell is Frank Vogel doing? You know, like, the game plan was, um, you know, it's kind of wor- working out. But I mean, I guess LeBron James has like a groin injury, so he just couldn't like drive it in. He's kept on like shooting, like these weird shots, like, like, it's very un- uncharacteristic of, like, LeBron to, like, do certain, like, things, and for him to, like, jack up, like, a bunch of, like, three-pointers, like, it just shows that he didn't really have enough, like, explosive, like, um, like, just, like, explosiveness to, like, blow past people like he usually does, and you know, come playoff time, like, the defense that the Clippers are playing, they they're playing really good, and that defense is only going to ratchet up like even further when the playoffs starts like like if LeBron James like is not like fully 100% like it's going to be really rough times on the perimeter like like man I kind of like want to read off the stats like I mean, the Lakers are like what 26% from three I mean they just kept on sh- jacking threes like there was no offense whatsoever like no one was like you just like felt a part of what they were doing. Um, I mean, man, they got like out-rebound by Pap Everly. I mean, this team, like, it was all fun in games, you know, in the first half because you know they're winning, but you know, push come to shove, like, like that, that smile ended up like real quick to like became like a frown. Like, I mean, the Clippers like, are for real, like, this is basically a potential Western Conference finals opponent and it seemed like they weren't taking them like as serious as you know some of the fans thought it sh- it should have been like like i don't understand like what kind of offense is like the lakers running like they don't run like pick and roll with anthony davis and they just like just spread the floor as much as possible and like, ISO, 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 and like try to blow past or like break the opponent down to like get like a, you know, kind of like a semi difficult shot. I mean, when, when the, when it gets going, like, the league has been beating like people just based off talent, it seems like. Like, yeah, they're, they've been like kind of putting like a lot of effort when it comes to like offense. But, I mean, they've lost four in a row right now. They lost a close game with the Raptors. Um, they lost against it was the Mavericks, I think. The Mavericks. No, that was like a while back. But they're like on a losing streak right now and and injuries pile up right now. Like it's it should be telling them I mean, their next opponent is Portland. Um just rest like LeBron James and let Anthony Davis like you know, try to win us the game. Like obviously like we lose if LeBron misses a bunch of time, like LeBron's the the main core of the offense, like you know if you leave rondo in like like he can play like a poor man's like lebron once he wins lebron like just get him like fully healthy like groin whatnot um i mean man like the clippers clippers are like are so crazy good like you can just like tell just by looking at them that they're like a championship level team as well like they have all the hallmarks of a championship team they have players that know their role do their job and no complaints whatsoever Kawhi Leonard you know the Terminator do put up 35 points 12 rebounds and let's see I think he put like five assists like like dude like Kawhi Leonard's the man like he is he came he came to play like he just does his job no complaints whatsoever is, you know you know step back you know fade away post up everything quiet is the man i mean i mean the thing is like the lakers were playing really well because kuzma was like on fire like kuzma had like 25 points yeah i mean he was basically like the main aspect of the bench scoring and you don't really see that for the Lakers because they've been missing like a third like s- score. It's just been, it's just been running through of Anthony Davis and like LeBron James. Um, so uh, Kyle Kuzma is helping el- alleviate like the offensive like you know, you know, wear down when they when they both sit. And the thing is like, like Clippers they were they weren't playing like that great. They really struggled like Christmas too, like. Lou Williams was playing pretty bad. Like he was one for six. Um, Paul George, Paul George was not playing good whatsoever. Like he was five for eighteen. He was like, it was like one for one for six from. Like, he was just shooting a bunch of threes. And they weren't going in. Like I'm like, dude, like what you, what's, what's Paul George doing right now? I mean, Landry Shaman wasn't playing that well too. I mean, the list goes on, but. You know, Clippers found a way to, you know, bring back their team and will them or Qui Leonard will them back in and he took over in the fourth quarter and it, it shows like like once these guys like ratchet up the defense, like it gets really, really difficult to like play against them. Like I mean Clippers are still my pick to go to the finals. I mean they really do need to like address the interior presence kind of thing, where they need like a more of a um you know, uh, just a post presence player that can like block shots, like you know Montrezl Harrell's not. Yeah, he, he has a, he has a bunch of energy, like a, a big energy guy, but he's not really too big on defense. You know, Zubok, doesn't play enough minutes because Harrell is just doing way too good right now for for him to sit. So that's why Doc Rivers like plays like Montrezl Harrell like those amount of minutes. Um, Montrezl Harrell is crazy too. he's putting up 18 to 6 um man like if they can address that then like they are, they will be for sure the team to um to um get out, uh, get out the west like yeah i know like everyone's talking about Andre Iguodala, but i mean who even knows like who's a, like if Andre is going to go to LA like the only, the only thing I see from Iguodala coming to like one of the LA teams is if he gets bought out. There is no way like that the Clippers or the Lakers have like stuff to like give to the Grizzlies for for Andre Iguodala. Um, for like, let's see, like, what's another takeaway? Like, I mean, this is basically like if you think about it, like, this is basically the modern versions of you know championship teams of the past like the Clippers are like built like the 90s Bulls and the Lakers are basically like the modern day version of like Shaq and Kobe in my opinion like like for the Clippers you got like two you know dynamic perimeter wings who can who are playing like you know on like a defensive player of the year caliber kind of level then you have Patrick Beverly, who's like also pretty elite in defense as well Multiple four bodies can guard um, fours and threes. You know, uh, Mo Harkless, who's really good on defense. Um, I wouldn't say Patrick Patterson's that great on defense, but he he's just like another body. Um, these guys have a bunch of like fours. It's just basically perimeter play. Like, like the wings have been dominating the, the NBA for like a while, a while now. Um. For, like, the Lakers, you know, obviously, you know, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you know, you know, one-two one, two punch, you know, elite big man with, like, a wing operating to get, get them the ball. Um, surrounded by a bunch of shooters, just like, you know, Shaq and Kobe days. Um, and we'll see, like, which which style prevails. Like, like, for right now, at the time being, like, I don't know what the Lakers are going to do to address their situation. But, I mean, I'm taking the the, the modern day, like, incarnation of the 90s Bulls. Like, that team has proven that that play style can still, you know, win championships this, like, this era. Like, the Toronto Raptors are kind of like the same thing as well. Like, built, like, the modern day version of the Bulls as well. Of Kawhi Leonard acting as the, like, representation of Michael Jordan. You know, Pascal Siakam was, like, the rep- representation of Scottie Pippen. Kyle Lowry for for all the shit that he gets given. Like, for me, like, personally, I think Kyle Lowry's kind of overrated. Yeah, yeah, hey! But he's also, at the same time, like, pretty good as well. I mean, he's an all-star player. Um, He's, like, the representation of, like, Ron Harper. And then they got, like, a bunch of bigs. Like, the Toronto team will be kind of underrated, like, in the future because, like, people are, like, giving them, like, giving them, like, shit because they beat, like, a injured Warriors team. But, hey, you know, you play, you play who's who's in front of you. Injury is part of the game. Like, it is what it is. Like, Kawhi Leonard is still champion. Like, the, those Raptors, that Raptors team was a great, talented team. They are champions. Um, like, I don't know what the Lakers going to do to, like, address their situations. Like, yeah, they need, like, they need, like, more shooting because, like, they're super inconsistent when it comes to shooting. Um, Like Danny Green, you know, Shaq calls him icy hot because he's icy hot for a reason. Like, some days he's hot, some days he's super cold. Like, he was really cold, um, like in Christmas. He was, he was two for seven for three. Like, there was like a, there was like a play where he shot like an open three. They got the offensive rebound, passed it back to him. He bricked it again. I'm like, oh, Danny Green comes in the clutch. Like, but it's to be expected, like Danny Green's always been a inconsistent, like pretty streaky shooter. Like like there are times where he's shooting fifty percent from three and there are times he's shooting like twenty percent. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like I just going back to like the finals and like the Raptors, like he only had one good game, like one good shooting game. And I was like that was game three? I think that was game three, like yeah, when he shot like six for eight or something from three, and I was like, it was pretty crazy. Um, I mean, you know, Caldwell Pope, like, dude, like, he's super inconsistent as well. Like, like, come on, man, like, like, like Casey Poop is like, just bad in my opinion. But you know, like, who would even take him? Like, if he tried to trade him, I mean, you just need, like more consistent, like, sh- shooting. Um, I mean, Rondo, like, Rondo. Rondo and LeBron in the same lineup does not work, like, whatsoever. Like, I know LeBron James always tries to, like, make it seem like he needs more playmakers. But that's not the case because LeBron James wants to be the only prim- primary playmaker. Like, when, like, Rondo's on the floor, like, he just... LeBron doesn't play off-ball whatsoever, so there's no point in having two ball handler- ball-handling playmakers. Like, what's the point? He just makes Rondo into, like, a shooter. So, he just stands in the corner. He was, like, one for five um, on Christmas. Although, like, Rondo did improve, kind of improve his shooting. Like, I think there was a stat saying he was, like, 40% from three. I was like, "Mm, I guess. Like, but, you know, those two don't make sense in the same lineup. Like, LeBron sits, like, Rondo needs to come in and replace LeBron's playmaking duties. Um... Honestly, like, I don't even know what kind of offense these guys are running. Like, they don't want pick and roll whatsoever. I've not seen Dwight Howard like do too much pick and rolls. Like, I mean, no, Dwight Howard was is pretty good in pick and roll. Anthony Davis, um, I don't understand. Like, the Lakers are just beating like a lot of people based off of just their personnel and talent. But I mean, I gotta see more. I mean, I got, I, I, gotta see like way more consistency. Like Kakuzma, he's been up and down, like really up and down. Like he's been playing pretty bad until like this game where he came on fire at the right time, and the Lakers squandered it. They should have, dude. They had a fifteen point lead. They should have been able to, to, uh, to hold it down. Like you know, championship, championship level teams. You know, find a way to like hold on hold on leads, and uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, later on, like, the more difficulty in the schedule for the Lakers, like, how would they respond? And we'll see what happens. If they can get Iguodala, they need someone to, like, body up uh, against Kawhi, because everyone that was trying to guard Kawhi, like, like, they were getting, like, cooked, like, in the Post. Morning. Fun guy, what's up, baby? What it do, baby? Like, they're getting cooked. Like Danny Green's too small for him. You know, Casey Poop, forget about it. That's easy two points right there. Like, LeBron James is not even checking, like, Kawhi Leonard. Like, Kawhi Leonard is, like, super elite in the post, man. All those videos of, like, watching Mike and Kobe is paying off right now. If I'm, like, LeBron James, like, he's the only body, like, to have the um the framework to guard because Kawhi. is pretty jacked like he doesn't really seem like it sometimes but he like if you like look closely like kawaii's he's, he's freaking jack city but i mean we we i think we all know like why lebron won't, won't check ins it's because lebron james he doesn't want to waste too much energy on defense he wants to like Preserve all his all his energy for offense, and it's really been that that's been the case for the past couple of seasons. I mean, yeah, he's kind of trying right now, but I mean, Anthony Davis is just so elite in, in defense. Like, he's he's leading. He who he probably will end up defensive player of the year, and I'm and that's just not me being like a Laker fan, just saying that. I mean, dude, like this is just how good Anthony Davis is. And I mean, hopefully this dude signs. Like, if if Anthony Davis doesn't sign, like, it's over basically. Like, don't even don't even think about like LeBron James. Like, ten years championship player is done. Like, like what else is there for LeBron anymore if Anthony Davis leaves? But I mean, other than that, it's a it was a great game. Like, like dude. You know, Kawhi Leonard, you know, like terminator Light came up on board fourth quarter. I don't know what LeBron was doing in that last position when he, when Patrick Beverly blocked it on him. Like, I don't know what was going on, but, man, like, Frank Vogel needs to get better. LeBron needs to think, like, dude, like, this dude's, like, half my size. Like, post-up, dude. But LeBron James doesn't post-up, so, I mean, it is what it is, but hopefully, like, We'll see what happens, like, come trade market season because it's going to be really interesting. I mean, the first trade domino go down is Jordan Clarkson. And, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, All right, all right. The second second, um, game that I want to talk about. Now, obviously, the other Christmas game, the potential Eastern Conference Finals matchup will be the Bucks and... The Sixers. Now Trust the No, This might be this might be the worst game that I ever seen, like Giannis play, from what I remember. Like, yeah, he's had like bad times in this rookie season, but like now that he's on like an MVP campaign season, like, dude, that was pretty bad. Like the the Sixers locked him up real good. Um now the thing is it's kind of an anomaly that the Sixers like were that great in shooting like on Christmas. Obviously, like they were on fire firing all the cylinders. Like they were shooting like forty-seven percent from from three. Now the thing is the Bucks are shooting forty percent from three, so <laughs> it's almost there. <laughs> like this is it'll be um it's like a great preview of what's to come. Um Giannis basically was 8 for 27. 0 from 7 from 3. Like, dude. Like, hey, man. If if you're confident in your shot, then you know, by all means, like, take it. But, dude, like, sometimes he's got to no know when to, uh... Why can't he just take, like, mid-range shots? I don't understand, like... This is about this error, like... Like, the mid-range should not be dead. Like, players who operate the mid-range like, guys like Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, like, dude, like, these guys were championship players, like, like, come on, man, like, be honest, like, if the three-point shots not working, like, I mean, is it too much to ask for you just step in a little bit, like, near, like, the free-throw line, just, like, take, like, a mid-range, like, a jumper, like, like, come on, man, like, I know, like, we're in, like, a three-point era where... Everything's all about efficiency, you know, sh- true shot, you know, field goal percentage and whatnot, you know, efficient field goal percentage. You know, I get that, but, you know, sometimes basketball is just not played on like math and like paper and stuff. Like, dude, basketball's all about like reaction, instinct, you know, and like a lot of other factors. Like, like come on, man. Like Giannis, come on, bro. Like. I mean, yeah, he was, like, he was playing pretty good either way still. I mean, cards to, like, rebounds and, like, assists and, like, initiating offense and stuff. But, I mean, yeah, he Sixers got him, like, real good that day. I know, like, the Bucks were, um, what's it called? Were not, uh... Too hung up on the loss of Malcolm Brogdon because, like, for this season, there's two players right now that are averaging like 50, 40, 90 for them. And I was like, Chris Middleton and George Hill. Um, Chris Middleton had a pretty good game 31, you know, 5 and 8. But, I mean, it just wasn't enough. Like, the Sixers made them like kind of one-dimensional like a lot of the Bucks, like they really rely on like Giannis playmaking like they really rely on it for them to like completely shut that down and just blow them out it was, it was like crazy I mean the Sixers I don't know what to think of the Sixers like the Sixers like they have so much talent so much talent and like do they just play to their level of competition like I don't understand like it has to be coaching like the coaching is always going to be, for me, for the Sixers, the weakest link. Like, I don't really believe in Brett Brown and what he does as a coach. Like, it's just, like, some, like, I just don't understand sometimes. Um, how he runs plays for, like, you know, Embiid, like, to, like, camp the three-point line. Like, dude, like, and put Embiid closer to the post. Like, you have a great post player who's, who's elite in the post like play to your strengths and like, i don't understand like i don't understand ben simmons too sometimes like he'll have these games where he's like super passive and he'll have these games where he's like super aggressive He plays really well puts up triple double and whatnot and then and then the next game will fade away again Like, i don't understand like like are people like on ben simmons like dude like the sixers team has the most talent in the nba like by far in my opinion like they should be getting to the finals. But there are times where, like, I'm thinking, like, dude, this looks like a second-round exit team. Like, what is this? Like, like come on. Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, Tobias Harris was, you know, it was unusual for Tobias Harris to shoot five for seven from 3-2. I mean, they're, they're all on fire. Five for seven from three. Al Horford for me, three, three points. Joel John, John Embiid shot three for six. Even Josh Richardson shot four for eleven. Like, dude, they were they're doing well from the outside. And the thing is, they still need help from shooting on the outside. Like, I don't understand why. Like, Redick wasn't coming back. Like, if I was the Sixers, I would pay. I would have paid like Redick. Like. Whatever he's getting in New Orleans. Like like Reddick just makes things way more easier for Embiid and Simmons. Like I mean there are times where like Embiid like shoots like a bunch of threes and uh, I'm thinking like what are you doing? But at the same time, like I'm thinking like, dude, like like there's just not enough spacing for Embiid for him to operate in the paint. So of course he's gonna, you know, he's like jack up some threes. Like I'm like, ugh. I don't understand. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes this team I don't understand. Like everyone was like pretty big on them because of the length, like the only length, ninety team that could have matched with the Sixers was you know the Lakers. Like the Lakers got like a bunch of length too. But I mean, come on, man. Like, like oh, I just don't understand the Sixers. Um, this, I still believe kind of in the Sixers, like dude like if they can address the shooting like this this uh before february like when the trade season ends like if they can address it like get some maybe they can get reddick back i don't know how maybe they can get like a shot creator like i don't understand like like this i think i, feel, I just feel like the the person that makes the the six years like a bunch of misfits, it has to be, like, Tobias Harris, like, I mean, they're they're trying to put, like, Ben Simmons as the point guard, but, I mean, if I, if I were the Sixers, like, I would've, I would've tried to, like, kept Butler, but, you know, obviously Butler didn't want to stay. Um, I mean, if they can bring, like, Drew Holiday back for, like, Tobias Harris, I think that makes them way better, in my opinion. If you can trade, but you can't trade Tobias Harris this season because he just signed as, like, a max deal. I mean, just, just imagine, like, if they could have traded Tobias Harris before signing for Drew Holiday back, you put Ben Simmons on the small forward in a position. Drew Holiday can play off ball and on ball. Like, and you could have kept, like, I don't know. You could have kept Redick, and maybe you could have got Josh Richardson as well, like, coming off the bench like there's there's just a whole lot of issues like right now for the Sixers that I feel like like man like this this is a like bunch of untapped potential um that they should be better than than what they are I mean yeah they're like 22 and 10 but they just lost to the, the magic like recently I just play they just play to the competition like I don't understand like sometimes sometimes that's just not like a hallmark of like a championship team. Like, 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 man, like I believe in the six years. Like, dude, I, I, I do believe that Ben Simmons and Embiid can work. I mean, two talented players, they can work. The only issue is how do you build around them? Like Al Horford hasn't been doing too well this season. He's been doing Okay. I mean, he's he's been paying like being paid like what, max dollar money. He's been, he, he's been playing okay. You know, Tobias, he's okay. Like he's been doing okay. Ben Simmons is taking like a like a kind of like a down season, but at the same time, like there's more mouths to feed. Like like of course, his, like statistics gonna jump down from like 16 to like I don't know like 13 points right now. Like ugh. like come on, man and beads twenty eight goes down to twenty five I don't know what I don't know what to think like I, I don't know like maybe they need like more scorers you know off the bench, but they do need more consistent shooting like like yeah, they're like leading aren't they like i think they're like six leading the league they're top six right now in three-point percentage. But the thing is, they don't want to take too much threes. So, if they took more threes, like, that, that ranking's gonna probably go down. Oh, man. For the Bucks, I mean, man, like, I, they really need, like, a shot creator. Like, Chris Middleton, like, can you really depend on Chris Middleton as a shot creator? I mean, yeah, they're, are they missing Bledsoe? Yeah, they were missing Bledsoe, too, so, I mean, I guess, like, you can say that, oh, you know, they're missing the integral part of, you know, the offense and defense as well. Like, you know, Bledsoe's a first-team All-NBA defense player. Sure, you can make that case, but for me, I just feel like I'm not, not really a believer in the Bucks. Like, dude, like, if they were to bring back Malcolm Brogdon, like, then yeah, like, Malcolm Brogdon having a great season right now. And there's a lot of, like, you know, hearsay and, like, people talking, like, oh, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, you know, he wanted to run the point guard position, like, full-time. You know, he wants a certain amount of money. Just give it to him. Like, dude, like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to always keep on relying on Giannis', like, play, like, you can, like, run pick and roll with Giannis, like, with Malcolm Brogdon, you know, put, a, put post plays on Giannis and have him, like, you know, operate in the post, like, Malcolm Brogdon's having a great season, averaging, like, what, like, 19 and, like, 9? Or, like, before he got injured, he was, like, he just like averaging, like, 20 and 10 or something. Like, Malcolm Brogdon's a great player. Like, he might be an all-star this season. So, for you to, like, you know, if I were the Bucks, like, I would have not kept Bledsoe, in my opinion. Like, I would have not kept Bledsoe. I would have kept Brogdon. Added some other pieces. I mean, right now. Wes Matthews is playing okay. Um, who else did they get from, like, Indiana? It was, like, Wesley Matthews and, like, some other guy. But whatever, it's like, like, you know, Giannis probably going to be MVP again. Like, dude, he's straight-up dominating, the like, and just going, extending the gap between him and, like, whoever's next on, on the MVP ladder, like, but the thing is like the Bucks have to like make some moves to really like elevate them from the tiered teams that are expected to go to the finals. Like the four teams that I expect to go to the finals are the Clippers, the Lakers, the Bucks and the Sixers. Now, my picks are the Clippers and the Sixers. If they were able to get like Robert Covington, then they're going to the finals. Like, I I trust like that would help elevate the the gap of the Sixers and the Bucks and to just being the Bucks, and they'll just be like the front runners right now. If they were to do that, then maybe you know they have a great chance of winning the finals as well. You know, I just gotta see like what happens in the post. Like, how does Giannis adapt now that he? Has gotten that experience of people like triple teaming him in the post, or his lack of of a jump shot is kind of like hurting the team. Like we'll see, but I mean, yeah, those are like my takeaways. Like the Sixers, like are like a mystery team. Like okay, like they need to really like get locked in. Like sometimes, like and that that's that's coaching. Like you. Brett Brown, I don't know what Brett Brown's doing. Like, running the offense and whatnot. I mean, Ben Simmons doesn't even... Does Ben Simmons even, like, play as the role, man? Like, he doesn't really do a lot of pick and rolls. I mean... Yeah, he's kind of a bad screener, but you gotta, like, get more creative with the offense. You can't just have, like, people, like, ISOing and, like, shooting threes, like, sometimes. But I do I do believe in the duel of Simmons and MB, like, they 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 can win a championship if they have proper team structure. Cause like I mean, can you really rely on like Josh Richardson and Al Horford and Tobias Harris to be like consistent three point shooters? Like, you know, if you had Reddick, you know, Redick of course is a consistent three point shooter. But for for those other three, like I don't know. I mean, for the Bucks, like like you're able to still contain um Giannis still like you once you get like you crowd up the paint triple team when he drives it in like you can still do that it seems like and if you can't add like if Giannis can just add like a floater or maybe like if he can just drive it in do like a quick stop and do like a like a little mini shoot mini shot then who knows but for now I mean, the Sixers are still my pick. Like, I still believe in them. But it's kind of, like, wavering right now. Like, I need to see, like, what's Elton Brand going to do in the trade season? Like, will he bring, like, Malik Beasley, like, to, like, the Sixers? Because, I mean, the Denver's trying to, like, trying to get Drew Holiday now. But it'll be interesting times. It'll be interesting times. It won't be interesting times it will be interesting times all right um another team that i want to move on to is the utah jazz they are the first team right now that i can think of that has made a trade i think their the only team right now that made a trade and it's for jordan clarkson you know Laker fan, I've watched, you know, Jordan Clarkson. We drafted him. So, player, you know what I'm saying? so I kind of have like a soft spot for him, but at the same time, he is what he is. Like, when Jordan Clarkson was playing, like, became like, it was the like, first team rookie, all team rookie or something, like, everyone was like trying to say, oh man, like, we got a point guard for the future. Like, oh man, Jordan Clarkson. And then they drafted D'Angelo Russell, like, oh man, look at that. We got the next, um, Splash Brothers, you know D'Angelo Russell is gonna be Steph Curry and Jordan Clarkson's gonna be Clay Thompson or whatnot. I mean, it didn't really make sense, but you know, sometimes I mean, knowing Laker fans, like they they like to like say like all random stuff too. But I mean, man, him he, mean, he is what he is. Like you know, he he had like a bunch of like insight and stuff with Steve Nash, and like it showed in the preseason, like in the second year, but. He just went away from there for some reason. Like I don't understand. Like he just like, it's playing like a. He's trying to be more Monte Ellis instead of like, you know, being more, of a, being more of a, um, being more of a, like, willing passer. He just becomes more like a shock jacker sometimes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. He live and die by the three. But I mean, the Jazz are like trending up right now. Like. The Jazz have been pretty slow this season. Like I had like, way higher expectations for the Jazz. Like I thought the Jazz were going to be a dark horse for the Western Conference Finals. It was going to be either the Jazz or the Denver Nuggets. Um, Denver Nuggets are struggling, but now they're picking it back up now. And the case for that, I'm thinking, is that Jokic was just not in shape like whatsoever. Like This fat-ass dude just came back from international play and that picture of him like just sitting for his pre like his conference like him like his gut showing is freaking hilarious like dude like like i don't understand like this guy's a top 10 player with that kind of body like dude like man this guy yoke is a funny guy but i mean with the with the trade for Mike Conley, I was thinking like, dude, like Mike Conley can now play on a contending team because with him and Bogdanovich added into this Jazz lineup, like, like they have they have a lineup that can really mess things up for like other teams. And Mike Conley's been playing like shit. Like he's been playing garbage. Like Mike Conley has been putting up what thirteen points. Three rebounds, four assists. On like 36% field goal percentage. 36 from three. Like, it's like Mike Conley forgot how to play basketball. Like, when I was watching him, I was like, what is going on with Mike Conley? He was like two for like 18 or something for like when he was playing against one. I forgot what team he was playing against, but he was just shooting shots. I was like, what is going on? But right now, he, he's got injured. So... The team is trending back up right now. Like Donovan Mitchell has been killing it. Rudy Gobert, who I thought t- kind of took like a little step back in defense, he's been ramping it back up. Like he's been playing really well in defense right now. Um, Joe Ingles was playing like garbage. Um, he's ramping it back up now because he's back in the starting lineup. He he. I don't think he, I don't think he's like a player that should be on the bench. Um, he helped spread the floor for Donovan Mitchell and can play on ball while Mitchell can play off ball a little bit. Um, Bogdanovich, you know, Bogdanovich's been killing it. I mean, like, Jazz got a bunch of talent. Now that they added Clarkson to help that bench, like, who's even coming off the bench for them? Was, I mean, was it Exim? Like, Exim and Moutier? Like, dude, if you have Exim and Moutier coming off the bench, like, obviously, they have, like, the worst bench, I think. I think they have the worst bench in the NBA. Like, like once those guys sit in the starters, like, it just falls apart. And now they can add Clarkson, who can put, give you, like, what, 10 points off the bench, can explode for 20. Like, it helps alleviate a lot of the pressures, and, and it's great. Like, if if Snyder can, can, like, you know, help Clarkson bring a little less of that of that Monte Ellis kind of game or that shot jacking stuff and be like more of like willing passer, more three, more spot, three point shot. Then, you know, jazz are, are going to be cooking people like, 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 they shouldn't have lost OKC, but you know, OKC, OKC is just super solid right now. I don't know how I feel about OKC. Like, can they make the, the playoffs? they probably can but I mean what's the point of being like a first round exit team like you're you're trying to build for the future like chris Paul's a little too good for them to be you know tanky it seems like and it's like I don't know what what they would do they'd probably give rid like a bunch of like players so make things more more like hell for like chris Paul, but we'll see but in mean, jazz I remember when exim got Drafted, like everyone was saying, that like, dude, this guy, like the Australian Kobe man, he's like 6'6, can play point guard, shooting guard. This guy is gonna be the next all star. And then when I saw him play, I was like, dude, this guy's not even that good. <laughs> like, 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 I remember that play when like Jordan Clarkson was on the fast break, and he like postered him. Like, I was like, oh, ho, ho. that's what you get, you know, top 10 pick by the Utah Jazz. And then we got our like, I don't know, like second round or whatever, wherever Clarkson was drafted. Like he was drafted pretty late. Like we got him, and he, he he butchered Exum on that poster. I was like, God damn. But I mean, Exum's always been injured. It seemed like like he he might he might just be a bus. I think like there's no going back. Like the notable bus like from that draft was Denzel. Valentine part of that draft? I think I think he was part of that draft. He's a bust too. Like there's like certain players. I don't remember who's in who's even on that draft. I don't remember like a few selected few, like Aaron Gordon, Julius Randle. Um who else was on that draft? I think Jokic was in that draft too. Jokic. I mean, yeah, slipping my mind right now, but I mean, I mean let's see Jazz Jazz are going to be cooking people like soon and I think their schedule like gets a little bit more easier now I think they're or they're kind of like in the middle like middle of the pack or like kind of like a upper more difficult kind of schedule in the beginning and now it kind of like helps alleviate them so now they're like trending up I mean they were losing like, a bunch of games I was thinking like I was thinking to myself like, damn like I was wrong about the jazz like but now you know they're, they're picking things up something and like okay you know I'm not I'm not wrong entirely yet so we'll see I mean I believe Donovan Mitchell I think he's a great player he's probably going to make it all-star this season I mean he should make it all-star this season um Clarkson like eh streaky shooter but helps alleviate their stuff so it'll be interesting to see like for them I just want to know who would they match up against in the playoffs it's going to be really interesting like the West is loaded with a bunch of talent like the Mavericks now are are, are making the playoffs now Spurs are out Um, there's two spots left so I don't know who's going to take the Spurs spot who's going to take Golden State spot and the Kings, the Kings, their two players just got injured. So their playoff hopes are gone, probably. Um, the Suns, like, man, like, I was pretty big on the Suns because they were, like, they are like, what, 10-2 in the beginning of the season. And then they just went down because of that PED stuff with Aiton. So so who knows, like, if the Jazz can, like, get, like, high seeds, so they can play, like, one of the lower teams – then it'll be interesting to see. I want. I really do want to see them play against the Lakers in the in the semifinals because I want to see um, what the Lakers can do against you know a very high basketball IQ team that primarily is based off of defense. Um. And I mean, Rudy Gobert is like, you know. Just crazy. I just want to see the match of Rudy Gobert and Anthony Davis. Like, you know, two defensive player of the year caliber players are going up against each other. Like, what can Anthony Davis do? Because Rudy Gobert has gotten, you know, Anthony Davis' numbers. Like, he's been able to contain him. So, So, hopefully, you know, things pick up. Um, yeah, that's like me some my takeaways. Like, this this team really is trending up right now. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the trade season. Like, the Nuggets, if the Nuggets get Drew Holiday for, like, Gary Harris and stuff, dude, like, yeah, they will be the number one dark horse like in the, for the Western Conference Finals. Like, Jokic is just trending up right now. He's, like, the last couple of games, he's averaging, like, close to a triple-double. He's averaging, like, 22, I don't know, 10 and, like, 9 or something. And they've been winning all their games, it seems like. If they can get Drew Holiday, dude, like, Drew Holiday, is so underrated. If they can get Drew Holiday, and they want to get Andre Iguodala as well, dude, like, I, it'll be interesting to see Drew Holiday, Jamal Murray. Um, Who the hell is their small forward? Is it Will Barton? Can't be Will Barton. Or maybe it is Will Barton. I mean, he's having a great season, too. Will Barton, Paul Millsap and Jokic. Like, dude, like, those, are the Dark Horse lineup, too. Like, we'll, we'll see, like, if the Jazz are more interested in making more trades, but, I mean, that's just what trade season is for. Like, I'm just waiting for, like, Wojnowski and, like, Shams. Like, just, just drop some good stuff. Oh, man. So, the next thing kind of want to end up on is obviously... You know, the Mavericks with Luka Doncic. Like, Luka Doncic, like... I mean, what can you say about Luka Doncic? Like, everyone's talking about him. Like, top three MVP candidate right now. I just saw the the MVP leaders. And he's number two right now in the Kia ladder. Like, in the NBA Kia MVP ladder. I mean, a lot of people are kind of upset about it because Luka Doncic was injured. So, why is he still so high? I mean, like, for me, like... He should be number two. Like, like no one thought the Mavs were going to be as good as what they are. Like, the Mavs with Luka Doncic is operating on, like, one of the most efficient offenses of all time right now. Like, that's how good Luka Doncic is. Like, for me, like, I wasn't expecting Luka Doncic to be, like, you know, as good as he is. Like, Now, there's some cases of people saying that Luka Doncic is like he might be the best player or top three in the NBA. For me, I feel like he is top 10. But for him, for them to say that top three, you know, you're putting him above like a lot of players. Like, would you take Luka Doncic over Joel Embiid? Would you take him over Jokic? Like, for me, I feel like he should be like top 10. I don't really know. Let's see. Who is top 10? Like, for me, I feel like Kawhi Lin is the best player in the game right now. Sometimes, it's just not just stats. Like, some people just look at the stats and, like, and think, oh, like, why don't you pick a certain player? Like, like, look at his stats. Like, it's not as good as, like, you know, player X compared to player Y. And... For me, you can just tell like based on the eye test and his and his stats. Like, you can just tell like sometimes like dude this guy's the best player in the game and and it shouldn't be you know, an argument. Like for me, I feel like the best player like currently playing right now is Kawhi Leonard. Number two, maybe is LeBron James. Number three. Mm, number three, I'll give it to Giannis. Like number three. Number four. Ooh, I'll give it to James Harden. Number four. Number five. Hmm, now things get a little bit more interesting. Like, more interesting. I think number five, it should go to, like, Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid is playing pretty good. Like, actually, not even playing pretty good. He's playing pretty great. Like, and playing defense player of the year caliber. Um, I will put Joel Embiid over Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis, like, needs to be more, needs to prove more that, you know, he's, he's better than certain players. Like, that's why I would take um, Joel Embiid and Jokic over Anthony Davis because I feel like they've proven more than Anthony Davis has ever proven. Um, number six. Hmm. That's interesting. Number six. I think. I think I'll take Jokic. Like, yeah, he's having kind of like a down, down season, like a little bit, but he's, he's picking it way back up to where he was last season. Number seven. Um, I'll give it to Paul George. Actually, you know what? I'll give it to I'll give it to Doncic right there. Number seven seems like a good spot for him right now. I feel because like it's the second year. Like for him to like jump from like he was like top fifteen. I think I think it was top. Yeah, he was top fifteen last season. And I was like, oh, like, this guy's pretty good. And then he jumps back to top ten. I'm like, mm, where do I where would I put Doncic? Like, would I put him over Paul George? Um I I kind of would this season. Like I feel like like dude, this guy is like so good right now. He's basically averaging almost a triple double. Like for in the second year. So you know, I'll, I'll give him that respect. I'll put him up number seven. I'll put Paul George number eight, number nine. Um I would have put Kyrie Irving, but you know, Kyrie Irving's kinda hurt. I think um actually you know what? I forgot what Anthony Davis. Yeah, so, yeah, Anthony Davis should be like around like eight or nine or something. And number 10, I don't know. Shit, I'll just give it to Kyrie Irving you know, I like Kyrie Irving. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little biased on that, but whatever. I'm, I kind of don't know. kind of don't know, like, who to pick right now. But, anyways, like, dude, Luka, Luka Doncic. I mean, dude, you can, like, this guy is, like, super efficient, high IQ basketball player. Like, James Don't Come Too. A lot of people are comparing him to, like, you know, like, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird right now. Like, I forgot who said that he was a combination of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Like, once I heard that, I thought that was kind of stupid. Like, dude, like if you're a combination of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, wouldn't you be like the best player of all time or something? But I mean, that's just like how, how great like Luka Doncic is playing right now. I mean, Greg Popovich just said that you know, hey, you know he's playing very Magic-like. He has great vision, helps you know lift his teams up, and they're winning. Like. Super efficiently, they're winning. Like he's made Dwight Powell into like such like a pick and roll threat that it's pretty crazy. Because Dwight Powell, like if you look at him like the last couple of seasons, like dude, like no one even cares about Dwight Powell. Um, you know he has uh Kristaps Porzingis now to help alleviate some of the offense. But the thing is, like Kristaps Porzingis is still kind of struggling. Like he's not what you thought he would be. But the thing is, he's coming off an of injury still. So, I mean, I can't really judge Perzingis just yet. And then their third player is, like, it's just kind of, like, by committee. Like, it'll be on and off. On and off. It'll be – sometimes it'll be, you know, Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. He's, he's been hitting, like, a hot streak right now. Sometimes it'll be, like, what? Like, Brunson? Sometimes it'll be, like, someone else. Like, it'll be – um. It'll be Dwight Powell. Like, who knows? Like, what happens? But, I mean, Luka Doncic is is crazy, like, dude. Like, like, right now, Luka Doncic is like third in NBA usage. He's like top ten in like ISO isolations, and he's like during those ISOs that he does, he's like the the sixth most efficient player in the ISO. So, like, dude, like Luka Doncic, is just the next transcendent player to, like, come into the NBA. He will win an MVP in the future. He won't win MVP this season because Giannis is just having, like, like a crazy good, like, season again. Like, he's top three in both offense and defensive efficiency again. Like, for people like are, like, kind of, like, trashing on Giannis, like, why why didn't James Harden win? Well, think about it like this. with Like, Giannis last season was having, like, a season similar to what Hakeem was doing. In the, in his MVP reign, like this dude was that great defense and offense, and he was like more efficient on offense, but it was, and he was still averaging like what, like, like what, 28, 29 points, and he led the team to the like, best record, so that might be the case again for this season, he might have a repeat. So, but Luka Dons was like, dude his time is almost coming to for MVP like like just reading off his stats like like come on dude this dude's like advanced metrics and like, it's, it's crazy like second in NBA total passes I'm pretty sure the number one total pass is like LeBron James or something I mean dude I think he has a stat where James Harden has the most step back threes he's leading that like whatever stat and like the second player is Luka Dossage too like like Luke, that's why I always compare Luka Doncic to like James Harden, because they play like very similar style, like it's like the same style. I've always said like this, like Manu Ginobili, James Harden uses that same play style as Manu Ginobili, but it's a little less athletic and more, more, kind of like jump shot heavy. Like when Manu was playing, he didn't really do too much jump shots as James Harden like he'll 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 usually just slash and like drive it in with euro steps. I mean James Harden used to do that kind of like two but he's more like reliant on his jumper and now it goes to the next lineage of like Luka Doncic like Luka Doncic is the next evolution of Mono Ginobili and James Harden so for like people to compare it to like Larry Bird and like Magic Johnson like I don't think so like I, I disagree on that portion but I mean you could take that for if you want to compare it to like Larry Bird like go ahead like you know, whatever. I mean, this dude is... This dude has the most drives per game? Oh, nah, not the most drives. He's, like, he's like fifth most drives in the league. He's, like, fourth in, like, free throws, like, getting to the free throw line. So it's James Harden, like, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, and then it's, like, Luka Doncic, Like, dude, like, Luka Doncic is averaging currently right now. Before he was injured, he was averaging, like, 30 points. Like, right now, he came back. He was averaging, like... Twenty nine, nine and eight, like very close near triple double like numbers. Like if this guy can actually triple double like this season, I'm not saying he will, but if he can like do it, will be crazy like this in his second year, like basically like, like people will be mentioning him like on the lines of like Oscar Robinson basically. But But yeah, I mean dude, like he's doing way more out as much help as like certain players though so like James Harden is playing Westbrook LeBron James is playing with Anthony Davis like he's doing way more like less compared to like he has Kristaps Porzingis is coming off an injury like he's not Christophe's not even doing too well Um, you know then he has like well the third player is like what Tim Hardaway Jr like dude Tim Hardaway Jr is not that great but at the same time like Giannis like Giannis He's also not doing as much. Uh, doesn't have as much help compared to other teams as well. Like, like, like you know, Bledsoe's been out for a while. I don't really believe in like Chris Middleton. Like, you can't really compare Chris Chris Middleton to like Westbrook or like Anthony Davis because like you know they're both better than Chris Middleton. Like, I'm sorry to say, but you know, just overall talent, are way better than Middleton. Um, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, what what can you say about Luke It's Like, dude, this guy is, like, setting the world on fire right now. But the thing is, like, because there's a lot of hype, like, people are trying to say that he's the best, like, 20-year-old player to ever grace on the basketball court. I disagree. I mean, I feel like a lot of people forgot Magic Johnson that came to the league as a 20-year-old player. And in his first season, the Lakers went to the finals, and Magic Johnson was the MVP that season. Like, the finals MVP, when they beat Philadelphia. They beat Philadelphia. Magic Johnson won finals MVP that season. I think... I think Magic Johnson won the college, like, finals. I think he won the college finals MVP. And then he won the next year. He won the finals MVP. Like, that is how good magic johnson is like magic johnson is the greatest point guard of all time i mean there's no debate whatsoever on that so for for people to say like oh you know he's the best 20 20 year old player it goes that goes to magic johnson but you know people forget sometimes and i you know, i don't understand like like dude like like look at is like the new like hot player like, he's very exciting to watch like he's very fun to watch Like compare like for me like compared to james harden like i don't really enjoy watching james harden play because like there's a lot of like weird shit like james harden does he dribbles, like, fucking, like, over 9,000 times. And then he'll jack up a shot or he'll just pass it to someone that, you know, like, last two, so he can throw up a last-second shot so he can, like, save his percentages or something. But, like, for Luka Doncic, like, you know, at the same time, he does, like, the similar things as well. to like, James Harden, while he kind of, like, saves his percentages. Like, like he'll pass, like, people, like, last minute so they can shoot it. But, you know, he's doing it, like, super way more super efficiently there's like the other players in his past like that play style it's like, crazy like man the other thing is that people want to say that Luka Doncic is like pretty bad um, defender I don't even think he's that bad like just from watching him play like he he actually tries to like play defense like it's not like they don't make it sound like he's like Trey Young or something where Trey Young cannot like defend people whatsoever. Isaiah Thomas cannot defend people whatsoever. It's like, look like the Steph Curry, like kind of thing, like Steph Curry. It's not as bad of a defender as people make him out to be. Like if you watch him, watch Steph Curry play on defense. Like he really tries, like he'll get like a good stance Like he'll try to play defense. Same thing for, for Luke Johnson's like he'll actually try. I mean, I mean, of course, you know, like when you play against like a guard heavy, like era right now, where, They're like super quick guards playing. Like, you're good, you're bound to get blown by. Like, you're bound to get blown by. So if you play like against like Westbrook, and you know, you put Luka Doncic on the isolation. Westbrook's gonna blow by this dude. Same thing for like I don't know, like who's like super quick? Same thing for like Damian Lillard or like whatsoever. Like all these like premier point guards, like they will blow by you. So I can't really hold that against Luka Doncic. But I mean, dude, he's having like a great season right now. I mean, just looking back at like when he first got drafted, like, dude, there is a reason why he was picked like third. Like, obviously, like if you followed the NBA for like a while, or like you would remember that a lot of the Europeans had like kind of a more finesse game where they they didn't like physicality compared to, like, the American League, where it was a bunch, a bunch of physicality. Like, if you go back to, like, the 90s, I'm thinking, like, what, Tony Kukoc, like, in the Olympics, like, they were, like, playing super physical on Tony Kukoc. And, like, Tony Kukoc was not too physical. He's, like, more finesse. Same thing for, like, Paul Gasol when he came in the league. They were, like, kind of bullying him because he was a more finesse. You know, as time went on, like, Th- that misconception has gone like away right now like that's why like that's why like i guess like you know when people like start kind of like drafting like Europeans like they think like oh you know can this guy like handle like, the the physicality of the nba and whatnot maybe that was like a fi- maybe that was like a reason why he wasn't drafted number 1 I mean obviously number one, they drafted Giangro Or Aiden because I mean he's from Arizona. He came like on the University of Arizona and, and they kinda like wanted to get like they wanted to get like a uh like hometown kind of guy to like boost morale for the team. I mean I understand that, like and Aiden's not even that bad. Like he's he put it, like what, seventeen and ten in like, the rookie season. That's not even that bad. You know, now for the Kings now if the Kings drafted. Luka Doncic, like, they would have traded, like, De'Aaron Fox. Now, for the Kings fans, like, are you, like, a believer in De'Aaron Fox? Because, like, for me personally, like, just thinking about these drafts, like, I feel like it, they, need, they need to wait, like, a minimum of, like, five years to see, like, what's going to happen, like, whatnot. Because I remember, like, when when Brandon Ingram got drafted for the Lakers, like, and then later, like, who's their player? Like, Jason, like, Jalen Brown, like, in their first season, like, everyone was saying, like, dude, why'd you pick, like, Brandon Ingram? Like, Jalen Brown, like, way better. Right now, like, Brandon Ingram's, like, averaging, like, career high of, like, 25 points. And, like, 5-5 five five or whatnot. And, like, Jalen Brown's like, averaging, like, 20. So, I mean, like, you just don't know, like, so far yet. They're pretty comparable. Like, yeah, Brandon Ingram's, like, putting up, like, pretty, like, big numbers for, like, on a trash team. And, like, Jalen Brown's, like, putting, like, pretty good stats on, like, you know uh supposedly contending team right now. So you you still gotta just wait, like see what happens. And for them to get De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley, like Marvin Bagley's not that bad too. He just got injured. I mean, he might be a little injury prone, but I don't I don't know. I mean, I can't really say. I don't, I don't watch too much Kings as much as I would like, I guess. But they're not bad prospects. Like De'Aaron Fox is, you know. He's looking to be like a good player. Like, you know, Marvin Bagley, he put up great stats in his rookie season, too. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, I mean, the Hawks, the Hawks they didn't want Luka Doncic. Like, they wanted Trey Young. I mean, no disrespect to Trey Young, but I take Luka Doncic like 10, 10 out of 10 times. Like, any day of the week. Like, Trey Young, like, like, he is. He he seems good, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't play. He can't play defense like whatsoever. Like it's just the frame of his body. But you know, I, I don't know what the Hawks are doing right now, but they seem like they're gonna tank again for like another season. And Luka Doncic is gonna take his team to like the playoffs. Like, dude's crazy. Like they're like, I think they're like third or fourth in the West right now, and that's just saying something. That's just saying how good Luka Doncic is right now. As a, as ball handling like playmaker like dude's crazy like how he's like bringing back players like the main argument for like Luka Doncic and Trey Young last year for the rookie season was that you know Trey Young was playing like shit like the first half of the season and then the other half he was playing like great but the thing is for Luka Doncic he was playing you know great from the get go like he's went really good like from like October to December, trade line, trade deadline happens. He kind of went a little bit down because they're trading all their players like away for like picks. So they trade a bunch of players for like Porzingis, and then the, he, he had to like kind of like work with what he got. So it kind of like, he kind of took like a downward turn, but people don't really take that into context because. You know, he's looking at the box scores and thinking like, "Oh no!" Like, you know, Trey Young—he's catching up to like Luka Doncic, but Luka Doncic is still like going back up and down, up and down. He's going back to his um what he was doing in the rookie season because like you can tell like Luka Doncic was gonna be a great player. I mean, like he—he won for sure, hands down, the Rookie of the Year. So I mean, you know, it is what it is, but. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's what I'm gonna end up on. But should look at down so win like MVP. Not this season. Like, dude, Giannis is crazy good this season. So he'll have more future seasons to 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 win MVP. You know, I don't think James Harden's gonna win an MVP anytime soon. LeBron James will not win MVP. I just feel like Anthony Davis should be more of an MVP candidate than LeBron James. But you know, that's just me. Like, I feel like you know. There's a lot of narrative when it comes to, like, LeBron James. Like, they want him to win MVP. And he has, like, four MVPs, I think. I mean, obviously, they want him to win MVP to, like, get, like, five MVPs to get more close to, like, Michael Jordan. But, you know, that ship has sailed a long time ago. He ain't catching Mike at all. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, thank you, again, for whoever's listening. That's why I appreciate it. Um... If you could, maybe just, you know, follow, I guess, the, um, the podcast. It's on SoundCloud as well. Just on underscore. Um, probably got a plan on putting more of this stuff on Reddit. Usually it'll be on the subreddit for, like, just posting more episodes. Um, also, the YouTube channel, same thing, just on. Um, where I'll be clipping, like, a lot of the... Uh, the segments that i talk about and just probably add some more clips and stuff and whatnot and just separate them to make it like kind of like easier to watch but it's been i mean it's pretty fun like i love you know talking about the nba like it just it just makes things more fun is what i'm trying to say and i just want to say thank you so much my name is david and peace out